Welcome to Teaching Tips Tuesday. My name is Jared Kittleson, Chief Operating Officer here at Foundation for Blind Children. Today, I'm joined by Conchita Hernandez, the, the Statewide Blind and Low Vision Specialist at Maryland School for the Blind. Welcome, Conchita. Thank you so much for having me. So you are a, a renowned expert in, in working with um, Spanish-speaking families. So you're going to share with us some, some, some tips that you have working with English learners in their families. What do you what do you see as as the the primary barriers for for some of these English learners and their families? I would say the primary barrier is that the knowledge base isn't there. So a lot of professionals in the field of blindness didn't receive training in how to work with students that are English learners, and teachers that are called ESOL um, or teachers of English learners, they don't have no idea how to work with blind kids. So it turns mm -hmm. into this: well, I don't have the expertise, and neither do I. And how do we best support a student when nobody really went to school for this particular population? Right. So what, 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 what advice or tips would you have for a teacher of the visually impaired working with, with a family uh, or a student that, that English isn't their primary language? Yeah, so the first thing I would say is research has really shown us that students learn a new language best when they have good foundation in their home language. So for years, we had this uh, kind of contrary idea that let's immerse them, throw them in, and they're going to do fine. And what we have learned over time is that that's not the case. Those are the students that really struggle the most. Um, and so the most that we can really bring in their culture, bring in their home language, and you don't have to know their language. You can do like side-by-side -side vocabulary, really try to um, make it that you're kind of making that transition because their brain will make the connection, even though the grammar is different, whatever language they're coming from, um, the grammar and sentence structure will be different, but their brain will start to make the connection of, oh, I know this structure, so now I can switch to a new structure. Right. Um, so try to kind of have some of that home language embedded. And my other uh, strategy for that is pre-teaching. When we think of pre-teaching, we do it really well for blindness related, um, but keep that in mind for our English learners. So is there any cultural aspects that they need pre-taught that they just don't know because they haven't experienced it? There's also a lot of vocabulary that exists in English that doesn't exist in another language and vice versa. So for example, cul-de-sac, I had no idea what it was until I was in college. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean you name a street, a particular yeah. shape? It makes no sense. Um, so do a lot of pre-teaching. It's one of the best strategies that you can use for, do for your English learners um, to get them prepared for whatever lessons they're going to be a part of. That's great. What about what about families? What 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 tips might you give families who who have a, a child and and kind of their entry point into to the world of education? One hundred percent. So what I would tell families is really at home work on that home language. I know a lot of us were taught to assimilate our children and give them you know try to only do English. Um, but the more students have a strong foundation at home, read to them in your home language, speak to them in your home language, encourage them to, to feel confident in it, that is actually going to help their English proficiency. And it seems contradictory, but the research has shown us over and over again that that is really what's going to support. Um, and families feeling that you are an expert in your child's life and in your child's um, understanding and even though it may be a different educational system there's still so much that you can bring to the table in one ways by supporting your child in their home language at home that's a great point conchita we we you know i, I know we're aligned on, on this and we know <clears throat> excuse me family engagement is, is is crucial 
right? Like if it, it can't just be a, a student to teacher interaction, the family is so vital to the education process. What are some, some engagement strategies you've, you've used to engage families and kind of bring them into, into the educational process? Absolutely. So the first thing I will say is acknowledging that it is hard. <laughs> um, it, it is something that is difficult. Um, and one thing you have to recognize is a lot of families come with a lot of trauma. Um, migration is not something that's like this cutesy little thing and everyone's just here for fun. Um, there's a lot of trauma in our families. And so because of that, they don't turn in paperwork. They don't, you know, answer the phone. Um, they may be scared of, you know, that it's an unknown number, they may be immigration or something. And so we have to keep in mind that we have to meet them where there are, not hope they're different type of families. And so meeting them where there are, have one point of contact at your organization who's gonna reach out to them. Families get really confused when there's six different people from the same school or organization reaching out, and then they don't remember who said what, what was I supposed to do? Who do I call? Because all of these six different people. So my first thing is figure out your one point of contact who's going to be reaching out to families and then figure out what is their best mode of communication. I have found that for many, many uh, immigrant families, uh, regardless of what language they speak, right now their favorite form of communication is what's up because it is the form of communication they are using with their families back home and they can use it regardless if they have self-service at home regardless if they have data regardless if they have a working plan um and so my suggestion would be look into that and figure out what their mode of communication they're probably not going to answer their phone um which we would love them to but they're not going to and so figure out what works best for them and how you can start to build that relationship and let them know that you value their knowledge. Their knowledge comes from a lot of different places, from you know their culture and their food and their family and their values. And so bring that to the table so they feel valued. When they feel valued, they will begin to collaborate with you. It's, uh, so so what, what I'm hearing is that, is that family engagement is not a reactive proposition. It, it is much into the, the realm of being proactive and, and finding ways to, to meet them there. A hundred percent. and a lot of what I hear from a lot of people is like, well, we translated the, the flyer into their language. Why aren't they coming? That is the floor. Yeah. <laughs> Translating a document is the floor. And something you also have to realize is translation is complicated. So um, IEP language is at a college level. Even These terms don't exist in Spanish. I don't care that you translated them. They don't exist. It's talking Gar garble and so being able to not only give them the flyer but then personally connect with them and say hey i put this in your child's backpack let me know if you want more information on it um they may not really understand what it is um, a lot of things are very different educational systems um, in a lot of countries if you go to school there there isn't a lot of interaction you have to do like the teachers will just call you and tell you so they're trying to figure out the educational system um, that is new to them, but then also they really need that personal connection because translating a document is the floor to really yeah. building that connection. Uh, Google Google Translate only goes so far. Yeah. <laughs> Conchita, those these are some excellent tips, and like I like I, I said before we we jumped on this call, I, I look forward to to working more with you. This is this is a super important issue in our our field and. Uh, certainly appreciate you taking the time to to talk to our our teaching tips tuesday group absolutely thank you so much for having me thank you everyone for joining us for teaching tips tuesday and we'll see you next time